0: Relevance Podcast, anytime, anywhere We are the image of the Invincible
1: And welcome to the June 23rd edition of The Relevant Podcast, the audio companion to Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com. I'm Cameron Strang, and here with me is Kara Davis. Hello. Tyler Clark. Hello. And Jesse Carey.
2: How's it going out there?
1: Uh, as always, we will be bringing you um, the news this week, entertainment releases, your feedback. And today we have an interview with author Craig Borlace who's talking to us about his new book, God's Gravity, which is about the life of selfless faith. Up first, entertainment releases coming out in theaters tonight, June 23rd. Oh, my gosh. It's already June 23rd. That's insane. Yeah. Is uh Click, the Adam Sandler remote control movie about Bed, Bath mm. & and Beyond.
2: And this weekend is terrible, as we'll, as you'll go. Well, on yeah.
1: The only other one coming out is Waste Deep, starring Tyrese Gibson and Lawrence Tate and some other people. Um, about an ex-con who risks his life and freedom after his son is kidnapped in a carjacking. Yeah, it's pretty much the only other movie. But mm-hmm. w- but we have Conan. so basically this weekend is go see Nacho Libre again. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Or if you
2: haven't seen Tokyo Drift, like me, oh. you haven't seen it yet.
1: <laughs> no, I want to.
2: I saw it. Was it cool? Well, let's hear a brief review.
1: Uh, there's a lot of racing, drifting, and um, Tokyo cars in Tokyo. It's, was it was it's it's it great. worth? Eight bucks? No, no. I see. I went to a matinee, five seventy-five. Okay. Definitely worth five seventy-five. When you left the
2: theater, were there people doing wicked burnouts? <laughs> because every time I've left, <laughs> no, one of the no, it's not movies, about burnouts. It's about drifting, drifting. around. Where people
1: trying to drift. Seriously, it was a really entertaining movie. I mean, there was no Nacho Libre, but I enjoyed did it. You, did you see Nacho Libre? as Yeah, well? you, you haven't? No. Come I, on! I didn't or... see any movies
2: last. I was oh. out of town last. Oh, weekend. that's right.
1: Yeah, no, it was great. Nacho Libre lived up to every expectation I could have had for it. Some people have a problem with it saying that they're poking fun at religion. I thought the exact opposite was true. I thought that it was actually very, it it was very favorable to religion. In fact, there's this guy, um, I don't believe in religion. I believe in science. And he kept saying that, you know, whatever. And I kind of felt like they were poking fun at that guy. Hmm. Um, Because even he, at the end, you know, when push came to shove and they were in a crisis, he's like, okay, let's pray. I mean, like he, I really felt they were reverential or, you know, treated the religion thing with Kind Here, of a positive light. Here's my
2: thing. It's like when anyone who's not like a professing Christian does anything with religion in it in an entertaining way. It's like, well, I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, Jared but, Hess
1: is a devout yeah, Mormon. But
2: but when I see like a Christian comedian, every everything that they, all their jokes are based on making fun of people in Christianity. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, the fact That's I felt true. like
1: I felt like the religion was handled very positively because Jared Hess is a devout Mormon and he's serious about his faith. So in no way were they, like, making light of God or anything like that. I thought it was a very positive thing. But, I mean, it wasn't the point of the movie. No. I've also heard them say it was racist.
2: Yeah, I've heard it was racist. And, and I also I, heard Napoleon Dynamite was racist.
1: I got to be honest, like, you know, if you had, like, uh, you know, a movie about um, the New York mob, they'd have all, like, sticky yeah. italian accents it's and called the
2: sopranos <laughs> and,
1: <laughs> you know and like goodwill hunting had sticky irish you yeah. know they all drank beer i mean there are stereotypes in the movie but it's a comedy so i think people need to just lighten up yeah all right coming out on tuesday in in theaters is uh, dashboard confessionals new album dusk and summer on vagrant which we've heard is a good
3: um i just got it in this morning and i Kind of listened to it once while I was doing some other stuff, so I wasn't paying it
1: that close of attention, Do Did they but progress? It.
3: Was it the same old, same old? I mean, old? It, it, it wasn't the same old, same old, but it didn't feel like a huge progression. Yeah,
2: it didn't sound it, bad. Like, yeah. It, I, I, I listened to the album one time through, too.
3: and uh, It wasn't as whiny, and it wasn't as, as all the things that you think of with Dashboard, but I didn't, it, it didn't blow me away. Yeah.
4: We have a legal copy of that, right?
3: Right. Yes, yeah. it is a legal advanced copy.
1: A-legal, not illegal. Yeah, (laughs) A-legal. Two words. All right, Jurassic Five, the album's called Feedback. Hey, we could do an album called Feedback. It's on Interscope. Yip, Yip, (laughs) In the Reptile House. It's coming out. Bjork, Surrounded Box Set on One Little Indian Records. Cool Keith, The Return of Dr. Octagon. Uh, David Crowder Band, B Collision. The Eschatology of Bluegrass coming out on Sparrow. Mm-hmm. A lot of people wrote in uh, or post on our message boards asking about the songs David Crowder did last week on our um, podcast because I introduced it by saying it's two songs from his new new album, and obviously those were not new songs. They were old songs. Um, I don't know specifically if those songs are on B-Collision, but I need to let you all know, B-Collision is not a new album. It's an EP. It's a seven-song EP. Um, it's a lot of remixes and redoings of his best old songs and there's a couple new songs on it as well but it's not a full length album A Collision is the main album B Collision is an EP so like there like you
2: B-side hence B Collision
1: B-side Bluegrass uh, there's a lot of other B re- if you look at the ad um, it's
4: not B level though it's A all the way <laughs> Fighting Instinct know. is
1: coming out with the album Fighting Instinct on Goatee and that'll do it for entertainment releases up next Slices
0: in a way roll just a rebel to the world with no place to go and so we kick push kick push kick push kick push coast so come and skate with me just a rebel looking for a place to be so let's kick
1: you're listening to Lupe Fiasco the song is called kick push it's one of my favorite new songs it's a rap song about skateboarding there you go you don't hear those every day and it's totally clean it's good to know. It's good to know. Clean hip hop. Playing right now on Relevant TV, clean hip hop. Also, at the beginning of the podcast, you heard the featured video from Relevant TV. It's Thrice. The song is called Image of the Invisible. And coincidentally, it wasn't planned at all. <laughs> They are the cover of the new Relevant what? magazine. That is weird. That is in the mail right now or on your doorstep. Ta-da. Woo. That's almost crazy. We weren't yeah. holding on to this video at all, waiting for, the, <laughs> right, <laughs> waiting for the issue to come out. So there you go. So Thrice, Image of the Invisible, and Lupe Fiasco. Man, the variety just never stops at Relevant TV. Okay, and now with slices, here is Kara Davis. I
4: have a real slice, but I just have to mention first that today is take your dog to work day. And I guess several thousand companies are actually participating. And one in five U.S. companies allow pets at work like all of the time.
1: Yeah. And so, one in five U.S. companies smell like pee. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> so I just want to know if I can go home during lunch and bring my dog back. Your
1: three-legged dog? Yeah. I don't think I could I ever, ever work in a place awful. like that. Yeah. I yeah. don't, don't know. Like, what is going on d- on my leg? Oh, gosh. <laughs>
3: I'm not anti-animal or anything, but you got to draw a line.
4: I know. I think that's crazy. Maya's
1: really pushing for us to be able to let her bring in Mackenzie and keep her in her office during the day. I, I just, I don't want the office to smell like dog, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm the bad guy. Uh. I, I don't, I don't, Mackenzie's a dog, not our to <laughs> so just just Clarify. <laughs> I,
2: I don't, I don't really want to own a dog. I just, I'm just not a dog person. You know, I don't
4: well, want I am, but I mean, I don't want dogs running around yeah.
1: at work. Yeah. It's kind of scary, especially three-legged dogs. Oh. What? what happened?
4: I don't want to talk about
1: it. She adopted a three-legged dog. It just doesn't have a paw, yeah, right? I, yeah, I got her he from a rescue a agency,
4: and she was missing her back left paw, and they so... a
1: booty for her.
4: No. <laughs>
2: Oh, A wooden peg.
4: She gets along just fine. But the great thing about this is that she doesn't jump on people because she can't.
1: Oh. So it's like the
4: best dog ever. She tries to, she
1: tips over every time, and we kick her. It's good. For, it's good, but for
3: very, very bad reasons. I used to have one legged or a, three, a three-legged cat, not a one-legged cat, like I started to say. It just hops. I think it's called a kickstand. It has,
2: it has like incredible balance.
1: Does it still always land on its foot? They used it as a side table. You can put drinks on it is it <laughs> b- balanced <laughs> wow. careful uh.
4: that's weird
1: like your three legged yeah. dog <laughs> wow. your three legged dog is sad i feel bad
4: no she's special okay. okay on to real news uh the presbyterian church usa approved a measure on tuesday that kind of opens the way for the ordination of gays and lesbians Interesting. Uh, it gives the local church organizations uh, more leeway in deciding whether or not gays can be ordained uh, as lay deacons and elders, as well as clergy. And uh, Kim Clayton uh, Reichter of the Columbia Theological Seminary in Atlanta. Uh, said it's wrong to interpret the bible literally on homosexuality she says you cannot pick two or three passages to prove your point you have to look at the whole witness of jesus christ we've changed our mentality on slavery and the role of women you have to change with with reality i thought wow i hadn't heard that perspective before like that's how they're using you know that's how they're justifying that there are passages in the bible that speak against it and yet say it's okay. I well, just think that's Wait, just why, because
1: they liken it to slavery? what do you?
4: Yeah, they're saying... Basic, because the
1: Bible was right. essentially pro-slavery. I mean, not yeah. pro... Well, it wasn't against it, and it, and it, it talked about it in it a normal... Or, yeah. yeah.
4: But, but it's like, you know, what else does the Bible say that's sin that... I mean, to me, comparing it to slavery and the role of women is different because it never said that slavery was a sin or...
1: Yeah, it's apples and oranges, you know, yeah. like... It, or slavery and homosexuality.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. But was it the Presbyterian Church, it was in Slices um, this morning, that are, they're actually changing um, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They, they want to make it not gender inclusive, so they're making it, um, it's like love, lover, beloved, or you can call it um, mother, womb, child,
1: here it is. A new ruling by the Presbyterian Church is causing an uproar among some of the denomination's members. This one? Yeah. A US National Assembly for the Church voted to quote receive a policy that replaces the phrasing of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, with gender inclusive titles such as Mother, Child and Womb, what? Lover, Beloved, Love, and Creator, Savior, Sanctifier. Yeah.
4: So where I don't understand I don't where they're gonna what, appear. What,
1: what that means. So yep. no longer is it the Trinity: Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Yeah, apparently.
4: Like that's their official doctrinal stance. Yeah,
1: the Presbyterian Church is going to say Mother, Child, and Womb.
2: Yeah, they they said that they were going to like allow their churches to use those instead of Father,
1: Son, Holy Spirit.
5: Hmm.
1: So so they are likening Father God, Son Jesus, Holy Spirit to Mother God, Child Jesus, and Womb Holy Spirit. Apparently and lover God a, there beloved should be a link Jesus there too. yeah there is um yeah I, I mean it's just another Creator Savior Sanctifier at least lines up yeah but mother the Child, is, but, but the thing yeah. is that's in the Lord's prayer you know yeah like well in our translation of it. I mean, yeah. I don't know what the original text says, so I don't want to. I don't. I don't want seminary people to be emailing. Me. <laughs> that's my point.
3: I don't understand how mother is more uh, gender inclusive than father is. That's one of the things that I don't get too. Yeah. If they say that it's making more gender inclusive,
1: that's right. Seriously, that's what the article says. I'm reading it. Wow. Um, the other options also include King of Glory, Prince of Peace, and Spirit of Love. It's like they're it's just changing
4: new. around the language. Like it's just more Christianese. Yeah,
1: but. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even like line up with what the Bible says. I mean, the Holy Spirit's more than the spirit of love. Right. I wonder if they just had a bunch of guys in the room. How about, um,
2: let's see, big guy, little guy, (laughs) smell. I mean, not a guy, guy, um, love and (laughs) love, smell. (laughs) What, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so. Sorry, Presbyterians.
4: <laughs> Maybe if there are some Presbyterians listening, let us know what you think about
1: that's like the Holy Presbyters. Spirit of smell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so email us, Presbyterians.
4: Oh, I'm sure they but will. But no
2: Episcopalians.
1: I can't yeah. handle them.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah, well, that's a whole nother can. That's a whole nother podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. Kidding. Should I just Move coming the- up in August a podcast devoted to
2: Episcopalians? Well, they're having the big. Um, <laughs> Homosexual debate as well, right? Because they About are About
1: big homosexuals. <laughs> no, they Most are. Most of the ones I know
2: are very slender. Well, they are. The Episcopalians <gasps> are the American. They are. They're all dancers. <laughs> they're the oh, American. Uh... What?
1: All the all the homosexuals I know are dancers, and they're very thin. I'm not stating a stereotype. I'm saying the ones I know personally. <laughs> all right,
2: I'm gonna. Sh- I'm just gonna move this along before we just. Uh... Okay, uh, here, here's a sign of the upcoming apocalypse for sure. <laughs> um, a new uh, I think it already happened. Yeah, <laughs> and there's uh, convenience stores in, it's happening in Saint Petersburg that are using a new form of payment where you can actually just press your finger and it reads your fingerprint. And they say that this method is um, you know foolproof from identity theft. So it reads your bank account straight from your fingerprint.
4: What if your fingerprints are burned off like mine?
2: Are they really? <laughs> I think what they're going to do is then insert a chip into your forehead or the back of your hand. Or <laughs> right. a
1: barcode tattoo. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's, how, that's how That's I picture. What is that Martin movie? Movies. The Thief in the Night or something? Yeah, where it's like the, the little symbol. Yeah. We, I, I went to a Christian school and we had to watch that. Me like, too. In Bible class. Every and year. everyone drew the mark of the beast on their
5: forehead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like straight no. from the movie. That's bad. See, what I think if this happens, schools did you go to?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we thought it was funny.
3: But.
5: Wow. I think if
3: this happens, people are just going to start cutting people's fingers off. That's what I can see
1: happening. Yeah. I think when you say everybody did it, it was basically you and your immediate circle hey guys, of friends. check it out. Everybody did it. <laughs> yeah, hey, wonder
4: if you have a finger transplant. Or wonder mm. if you don't have a paw like my puppy.
1: He couldn't have an ATM account. <laughs> uh, there's a new Christian movie that a, a Baptist church in uh, Georgia made called Facing the Giants. It's a football movie, and the entire cast was volunteers from their church. Um, they spent $100,000 on it, and Sony distribution picked it up.
4: This hometown legend?
1: No. <laughs> No, it's... Is Carmen in this? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, he was one of the volunteers. No. Um, Anyway, it went before the MPAA to get its rating. And it's, you know, it's a Baptist movie about football. And they got a PG rating. And they're irate because they wanted it to have a clean (laughs) G rating. And so the MPAA has gotten more than 15,000 emails arguing that Facing the Giants deserves the family-friendly G rating, which is... Uh, 10 times more of the previous record for reaction to a ratings decision.
3: Uh, So, uh, does your boss suck? Um, Tyler, you are on your way out, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't care anymore. (laughs) Um, It's a smell. (laughs) 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 Um, A group called Working America. Tyler.
2: You have some TO (laughs) Episcopalians. Oh, by the way, I am
3: I joined the Presbyterian Church last week,
1: so,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a little offended. Um, you're uh, a big so, offended
1: if you're Episcopalian. I'm sorry.
3: No. Anyhow, um, <laughs> so Working America, which is a, uh, it sounds like a union for non-union uh, workers, is having a contest How on their that website. Possible? I don't know. It, well, it, it, it's a federation affiliated for non, or it's... For non-union workers, but I don't if they're
1: know. non-union, how could they be
3: in it? That's not the point of the story. Let's just keep on moving. Anyhow, they're having a competition on their website called the best, or called the "My Bad Boss" contest, in which you write in um, and tell stories about why your boss is the worst boss, and the winner gets a uh, wins a, a free vacation.
4: Let's start a bad employee website.
1: Oh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Back when we were talking about denominations, I think we should record an intro that starts with organ music, and it's like...
1: Hey,
3: I wasn't done, buddy. Okay. I wasn't I'm done sorry. with my slice. So I was going to read a couple oh, of these. Oh, he wasn't even done.
5: <laughs> oh. Um, these,
3: these are funny. Some of these ones from, from uh, this site, uh, one of them, the, uh, the boss came in and uh, with a, a brand new Beamer. He uh, bought a brand new car, and later that day, laid off six employees.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah. Um. Another one. Wait, wait, so, but well, I have a question about that situation. Was it yeah. was it a small company? He was the owner. Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't just like he was a manager of a no. large company. Okay. It, wow. Yeah. yeah um, that's that's tough. Yep. It's called bad timing, buddy. <laughs> 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 um, there was
3: another one where this guy like was he was a really obnoxious boss and the, and and the person that wrote it and said he weaselled uh, his way uh, into our outing to a comedy club one night by offering uh, to buy or to pay for a limo. For all of us to go to and from and then he ended up uh drinking way too much and getting into a fight with everybody and he said he screamed it uh at all of us for five minutes and then fired every one of us the <laughs> next day he had the nerve to call me and find out why none uh why no one came to work that's like um, a michael scott yeah <laughs> Brent, that's though. what i thought <laughs> that's i yeah i really thought michael scott with that one um
4: i think people are lying I,
1: that's tough to believe i don't know um well, where Speaking it? of which, I would mean to invite everybody out to the improv club. Get a big limo.
3: <laughs> 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 yeah, get some drinks. So anyhow, go to workingamerica.org and read some of these. They're pretty funny.
2: Here's one. Um, teenage pop star Hilary Duff, who is dating the bad boy pop punker. Joel Madden from Good Charlotte which oh is oh my gosh this is pretty is awesome anyway she basically she said that she is a virgin and she plans on staying a virgin and that her boyfriend Joel Madden is actually a man of God and that he really mm. cares about the Lord and that it's important to her that she the remains holy a
4: smell. virgin
1: the holy smell I was there thinking like nice serious thoughts like wow I, I I'm
5: <laughs> that's really admirable with that. that's
1: awesome and you sorry is that the holy <laughs> <laughs> that is adm-
2: I actually I met him one time back in the day I saw him open for MXPX and before I really knew who they were but we ended up hanging out with him for a while and they had like one of them had the Last Supper tattooed on his arm hmm. and they were all uh, they all hung out with like other Christian bands at the time and they were really strong Christians back in the day so I don't really know. Um, I don't. I don't really keep up with them, but interesting. We you know? should
4: do a story. Yeah.
1: Well, no, it's good, Charlotte.
3: Yeah. Oh At the end of the day, it's still it's good Charlotte. Charlotte.
1: But oh. notice their name isn't bad, Charlotte or evil it's Charlotte. Charlotte. It's good, mm-hmm. Charlotte.
3: Um. So New York City, which generally has a reputation as being a pretty, pretty rude, pretty impolite, pretty tough city, was right? actually
1: well, when I think tough, I think New York. But that's a stereotype. Like Nacho Libre. Yeah. It's yeah, maybe
4: they're sensitive.
1: I don't know.
3: I know what you're thinking. Indiana mafia. <laughs> <laughs> anyhow, um, so anyhow, New York was. Was oh, a
0: Jim Gaffigan reference. Oh, I'm,
1: yes. I'm letting the, the
3: letting you guys in on our joke. Yeah, welcome in. Um, He's our high priest. Stay a while.
1: Look around. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh a little. <laughs> Pull up
3: a seat. Uh, so anyhow, New York was actually... That's
1: our new tagline for the Roland Podcast. <laughs> welcome in. <laughs> Stay a while. Everyone's welcome. Laugh a minute. Everyone is welcome. That's right. That's right. Big, slender, dancer, non-dancer, I don't care. Presbyterian, Episcopalian, <laughs> every well, denomination. I don't know about those Presbyterians.
3: <laughs> anyhow, trying to get through this sentence for the fifth time. Uh, new York was the actually... fifth time? The <laughs> <laughs> make that the sixth. New York was rated the...
1: At least you said that word right. Most, most polite
3: city... <laughs> the most polite major city uh, in the world by readers digest magazine they did a number of tests including the uh the door test where where they would see how many people would open a door for somebody uh a document test or a, a document drop test where they would uh <laughs> Like, somebody would drop some papers and see if people would help them pick them up.
4: That's gay.
3: And the service test to measure if sales clerks said thank you (laughs) for (laughs) a purchase. Why did you say
4: that? That is gay.
1: No. No. Like,
4: in the movies, whenever someone does a gay test, they drop a piece of paper and they'll, like, watch them pick it up.
1: (laughs) What movies do you watch? Wow. (laughs) Stop.
4: You know what I'm talking about.
1: No, I don't. In the gay movies?
0: No. <laughs> Regular ones. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay.
1: I'm not even sure where to go from here. MySpace.com is planning new restrictions on age on the social social networking site. Jesse. It's uh, going to restrict how adults can contact u- uh, younger users now. Already, if you're under 13, you can't set up an account. Um, but... Well, you
2: can't, well, they say you can't, but there's nothing restricting you from right. actually doing but it. But
1: then just, yeah, right. But then um, only partial profiles are allowed for registered users 14 or 15 years old. Um, anyway, but under the new rules, MySpace users who are 18 or over could no longer request to be on a 14 or 15 year old's uh, friends list unless they already know either the youth's email address or full name. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So restrictive. But
2: well, that's because some a fourteen year old girl is suing them for like thirty million dollars, which is I
1: read that on slices. Yeah, how's how's the video slice of the day going?
2: I you know I I would have to pose that question to you guys. Um, <laughs> I, I I tend to be pretty critical when when I so watch them.
1: So do we? I'm but, enjoying it. I enjoy it. You talk too low. You talk like you're in a library. You're like
4: it's hi everybody. People are working around him. It's know, a real life
1: museum. It's quirky. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm trying. I'm really trying to um, find the find the rhythm, and I want to. I-, I don't want to stretch. I don't. I don't. Wanna, you know, make all the jokes a stretch. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Like there will be days when it's just it's entertaining, not necessarily funny. I, I think right, That's sure. one thing yeah. I'm coming some to. Some days could be informative, actually. Exactly. And so that's one thing I'm trying to to, to to realize. Like, you know, I don't have to pull out all the stops every day.
1: I, I made my debut today, Friday, uh, yep. doing the office tour. It's something we're going to do every Friday for the rest of the summer. We're going to give you another, like, a look at different parts of the office, get to know some of the staff. We're going to show you at the design department, for example, our, our warehouse, our vault, our <laughs> racquetball court. Stuff like that.
2: It it will be throughout the summer. Every Friday, you'll get a a, a sneak peek. You'll see and, my
1: office. Yep, and my wonderful paint job and the ants. You'll see <laughs> you'll see those our, our visitors. Yeah, yeah. I like to call them interns. <laughs> they're my interns. Camera, <laughs> hey, why up? are ants all over your desk? What do you mean they're interns? <laughs> <laughs> they're very helpful interns. <laughs> they carry and, papers from one side to the other.
2: And, and where you know pick up my food. A great thing about video slices is we are. Um, they're, you know, going to be constantly evolving. Hopefully we're coming up with new segments and fun stuff
1: to do. Yeah, we'll have commentaries. Yep. We will celebrate every holiday. <laughs> every <in> every <laughs> holiday. So that'll do it for Slices. Up next, a very special musical guest. And then after that, Craig Borlace.
0: You are not your job. You are not the clothes you wear, you are the words that leave your mouth, so speak up, speak up loud. For none of us want sets. in evaluations, taking notes for hours. We're all sick and tired of waiting. Let's set
1: You're listening to Get Cape, Wear Cape, Fly. The song is called Call Me Ishmael. It's playing right now on Relevant TV. For this week's audio or musical guest, we have something a little bit different. It's actually something I found online. I, uh, I had this sent to me. It's an it's a band called Indie Block A and they cover songs. They cover um, uh, Sufjan Stevens, The Arcade Fire, uh, Reliant K. Even they cover Why? Uh, all these in an a cappella format. Oh. And uh, my favorite song is actually a Christian tune. It's called Living on a Prayer. And <laughs> it's um, it's by Bon Jovi. And I'd just like to play it for you now. And then I have one other song after this. This is, again, Indie Block depella with Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm.
0: Do doo doo do, doo doo If we make it all that, we've got each other, and that's a lot for us. We'll give it a shot. Leave oh, me on the prayer. Take my hand and we'll make it
5: elsewhere.
1: <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna
2: Okay. I have a couple comments to make on that. <laughs> First off, why is one guy in the group really good to sing? Like, how did he get that? If they're all like, okay, I will be Bon Jovi. You be the do 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 You
5: know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well,
2: The
1: funniest thing about it is these guys are like 20 and 30-something just hipster doofuses who just, like, they're just...
4: It's pretty impressive.
1: It's pretty funny. Okay, here's the one that I was actually really impressed with. It's um, the Arcade Fires song, Rebellion, yeah. Lies. Um, again, all of their songs that they selected have kind of spiritual themes. Wh- like wh- Wilco, they did Jesus, etc. And they did Bell and Sebastian. And they have two Sufjan Stevens tracks. They have uh, Ben Folds. Um,
2: why, why, were they, why are they holding back, though? Like,
0: whoa! <laughs>
1: right
0: there. Oh! oh they, don't, they don't hold back
1: <laughs> on this one. Hold on. Okay. Here's uh, the Arcade Fire with Rebellion Lies. This is actually the Arcade Fire. So I want you to hear the real one, and then you can hear their version. one of my favorite songs I really really like this song it's a good jam Pay, pay particular attention to the progression of the music bed just remember it that's all So that's that's the real version. Here's the indie block the version of Arcade Fire's "Rebellion Lies." <laughs>
0: heavy island people say that you'll die faster than without water but we know it's just a lie scare your son and scare
5: your
0: daughter <laughs>
5: Okay, so that's
2: it, goes from there, and it's dead on. The whole time I wanted to join into them, I want to be like, all right, guys, I'm going to be this guy. You know?
1: No. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm at their website, indieblocktapella.com. And you know how I point out a lot of their music has kind of spiritual overtones? They have two upcoming shows, and one of them is at Worldview Community Church uh, in uh, Olmsted Falls, Ohio. So apparently they're based in Columbus. They actually have. They're also performing at Victorian's Midnight Cafe in Columbus. Uh, I, I would
2: have a hard time going to their show and not
1: joining in. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, 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 no. that's that's hilarious. I'm looking at all their music and I'm like, man, this is the stuff that we cover in our magazine.
2: Can we play one and all join in? I, I it makes me want to start an acapella uh, indie rock group. A compelling indie Roger, You know, I'm not,
3: I'm not sure that the uh, there, the marketplace really allows for two. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, they've only got Columbus, Ohio covered. <laughs> I mean, maybe could, I,
2: maybe you know, I could do like hip hop or something.
1: Yeah, I could do
2: Jesus walks.
1: Oh,
2: <laughs> um, now Tyler. Yeah,
1: my favorite part is like every song that they do. They have a little write up about it. And the Living on a Prayer one, they said, you know, this song came as a result of our making fun of the opening keyboard vocals while in the garage <laughs> practicing for a gig. And I was like, practicing Indie Block it. the Pella was making fun of a song. <laughs> I, I just love that picture, that mental image. It's
2: funny because this conversation came up by us making fun of Indie
1: Block the Pella. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm down with Indie Block the Pella. Um, here they have uh, Sufjan Stevens. Come on, feel the Illinois. You want to hear that a little yes. bit? I like to hear a little clip. Here's here's a clip of the real song. Come on, feel the Illinois by Sufjan Stevens. complex song. I'm wondering how uh, Indie Block De Pella is going to handle it. Not bad. Good
0: bass <laughs>
1: <laughs> That was Jesse. Let's add our own and see if people can tell the difference. <laughs> Ironically, the puma sound was not <laughs> us.
2: That was in the actual song. They have a puma.
1: <laughs> they have a puma in the group. <laughs> he's, he's a guy. Uh, yeah, I'm the puma guy. He does the tambourine sound. <laughs> I don't know how that's hammering sound. <laughs> anyway so that's our musical guest for this week it's Indie Blacktapella I'll put the link over at com, or you can go to com and just bypass the middleman and uh, thank you Indie Blacktapella for joining us this week and doing your renditions of Christian Favorites. If you happen to be near Worldview Community Church in Columbus, Ohio, stop by and see their show.
2: Yeah, it sounds like an interesting act, but don't join in. They do not like that.
4: They, uh, they prove that the voice mm. is an instrument.
1: They did prove that. I'm inspired. I appreciate finding stuff like that on the internet. But the thing is, like like I said, how's it fair that one
2: guy gets to actually sing and the other ones to do it's sound his,
1: his, Maybe it's his microphone. Well, they all got to have or microphones. No, but maybe it's his microphone. Did did it actually say
2: in the garage practicing for a gig? Yes. Too? Like mm-hmm. I can understand they are technically okay. a garage band. Okay, here's the thing: if you're if you're in a band with instruments, I can understand practicing in a garage. <laughs> this is true. Why not practice yeah. in the living room, or right. the kitchen <laughs> right. Or the bedroom? That is so it's, true. It's just people standing, there. standing around. There's no equipment.
6: <laughs> That's, That's not hilarious. like a lot of volume either. It,
2: what is there? Like forty of them? Like why do they got to be in the garage? <laughs> hey, you kids! Keep it down in there.
4: Dun, 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 dun.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna, that's why please, they I'm weren't out on that one song. I'm gonna turn my amp down a little.
1: <laughs> 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 you killed that one, Jesse. <laughs>
4: you turned down the volume on that joke.
1: Up next, author Craig Borlace. You're listening to Mogwai. The song is Travel is Dangerous. It
4: sounds like Ogwai. It's a
1: cautionary tale about Jesse's adventures last summer and flipping our trailer. Story with
4: Uncle Jesse. It's called
1: Travel is Dangerous. Playing right now over at Relevant TV, as every song that we play, except for Indie Black is playing now at Relevant TV.
4: Craig Borlace is an author in the UK, out of the UK. And, um, he wrote a book called God's Gravity about how, um, sometimes our faith and our lifestyles can be very self-centered and we don't think about our, uh, how our lifestyles affect the rest of the world. So it has a kind of a social justice theme to it and about how God, um, you know, all throughout the Bible, you'll find that his, his values are sometimes are, are contrary to anything's, you know, self-centered. He was always others centered, Um, So that's what it's about. It's very compelling, provocative, and challenging. And recently, Craig Borlase um, did an experiment where he tried to live on a dollar a day, which is the the majority of of the world's people live on a dollar a day or less. So he'll talk to us about that. Uh, But Craig's background, uh, he was involved with the Soul Survivor movement with Mike Pilavacci, where Matt Redman came out of. Um, And he's also written another book with relevant books called The Naked Christian about, um, you know, having authenticity with your faith.
2: Here with us today is Craig Verlace who is the author of the new book, God's Gravity, The Upside-Down Life of Selfless Faith. Craig, how you doing, man?
6: Yeah, I'm all right, Jesse. Thank you very much. How are you?
2: We're doing good. You're over in uh, the UK?
6: Yeah, and just weeping, weeping desperately today for the fact that uh, the United States are uh, heading home for the world
2: cup <laughs> 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 it's it's pretty big over there huh
6: it's pretty big over here yeah and not so big over there i imagine
2: yeah we i haven't really kept up to it too much tyler not, not a whole lot I, I have to admit yeah how, how how are you guys doing
6: oh you know the usual lots of hype and then lots of poor delivery so yeah <laughs> it's cool english sporting achievement <laughs>
2: Well, uh, we wanted to talk to you. Um, You recently did a little experiment to kind of raise awareness for world poverty um, and tried to live on a dollar a day. Um, Can you kind of tell us a little bit about uh, how the whole experience went?
6: Yeah, I I just had this idea that um, with 1.2 billion people, which is one in five of the world's population living on a dollar a day or less, um, and then 50,000 of those dying every day from malnutrition, I wondered... um, if uh, just trying to live on a similar amount might help me just think a little bit more about how much I consume. And uh, so I did it for seven days, and, you know, it it wasn't a big deal. Um, For that time, I uh, fed and I uh, kept myself clean, and my plan was to transport myself around on what was 53 pounds a day. And, um, I mean, I didn't kind of do particularly well. I did end up getting some lift somewhere, and someone gave me some free food once or twice. Um, but what was important for me was I, think I just thought an awful lot more about how much I consume. And the reality is I consume way, way, way more than I really need to. Um, and I, I think the change has lasted with me after I've stopped is that I, I want to think more and try and change my life a little bit, consume a bit less, think a bit more about um, how much I just mindlessly buy just because it's there.
2: Um obviously other than taking obvious steps as far as watching what you buy and um, you know e- even just doing things like carpooling um what are some ways to get involved with uh, with like debt relief and and helping to help the situation with the world poverty
6: I mean there are lots of different things on different levels I and mean, I think um you know we we can't obviously discount prayer we can't discount um campaigning and joining with other movements like uh, the the One Campaign. For you guys in America, the World Development Movement is uh, is very active as well. Um, These are good things to get involved with. On a personal level, I think there are hundreds of challenges that that we can take on. Um, And there's a brilliant website, um, and the address is generous.org.uk. And that um, was set up by, I think, 300 people in England who... Just for a year, they decided they were going to try and live generously. And after, at the end of the year, they realized that it had made quite an impact on their lives, and they wanted to carry it on. And there are hundreds, literally hundreds, of um, suggestions they have for how you can change your life, how we can all try and be a little bit more um, conscious of the amount we consume. So generous.org.uk is well worth having a look at.
2: Um, and I know that this past week, you, you wrote an article for us in, in our 850 newsletter, and you kind of talked about where... Um, as Christians, the, the living mo- in moderation, it, where it kind of intersects with our faith. And you've even gone as far as to say that many of our habits are gluttony.
6: Yeah. but I mean, I've got to point out, it was my wife who said that to me. Oh. <laughs> but she's right. She's right, you know, as, as she often is. She was pretty wise. And um, you guess, cause I've been doing it for the week just thinking about, you know, overconsumption and that kind of stuff. And I said to her, just before the last day, you know, what do you think about this and what's the right about? She said, oh, well, it's, it's all about gluttony, isn't it? And I've never really thought about it, but I think, I think that is perhaps um, at the root of, of some of our overconsumption. You know, the, the amount that we need when you really think about necessity is so much less than what we actually consume. In England, if, um, or in Europe, if every person in the world consumed at the rate that we Europeans do, we'd need two extra planet Earth just to provide the natural resources to keep us in our lifestyles to which we've become accustomed. For you guys in America, it's uh, even more intense. Yes. I think we'd need an extra nine planets if everyone lived according to, to American standards. But um, So I, I think the reality is there is something gluttonous about how we consume. There's something gluttonous about how I consume. Um, like I say, just mindlessly almost without even thinking about it. And uh, I think perhaps it, 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 it's viable, even this this weekly experiment for me was um, just the opportunity to stop and to think and to look at my life from a different perspective, and I think that's that's pretty essential for us to do.
2: Um, I, I know it's it, it's it can be you know every person's circumstances are different, but w- w- where do you draw the line as as far as wanting to live in moderation, but still, you know you know we, we are we do live in the West and, and our culture is one of extravagance. But where do you draw draw the line just in day to day things?
6: Yeah, I mean that's a good question. I don't think that. Um, I'm ultimately headed towards, you know, the lifestyle of a Tibetan monk. Uh, however, I think I, I don't just want to, you know, carry on on this path towards a kind of Donald Trump, life, you know, Donald Trump lifestyle without questioning it. I think it, it, it's a fluid thing. I suppose the ground rule for me is that I, I always want to be open to challenge. Um, I would kid myself if I'd say I definitely will be always open to challenge, but I'd like to think I would be. I don't just want to accept things mindlessly. And I think perhaps that's something that's important for us in this culture. Um, We're all going to have different um, answers to the question of how much is enough, but as long as we're asking those questions rather than just mindlessly handing over the the credit cards whenever something is flashed before our eyes, then I think that's a positive
2: step. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about the book? Um, What made you um, kind of want to tackle this topic? Was there anything that kind of spurred it on?
6: I'd worked for, I've worked for some years with a charity called Tear Fund, which is an international development and a disaster relief charity. So they raise money from uh, British Christians and British churches, and they send it to um, various projects around the world. And I just read countless stories of amazing Christians who really have lived their faith out loud. You know, they've worked alongside the poor, uh, uh, alongside those who um, have been the victims of oppression and conflict and violence and genocide and um through working with them it just made me think a lot more about you know how i think i have a very self-centered faith um it has been very easy for me to make my life pretty much about me and and what i want and what i need and um i just got a little bit into the idea of you know perhaps god's gravity is slightly different we um we, we make ourselves the center of the universe we orbit our own gravity or perhaps you know I kind of mixes the metaphor a little bit, but perhaps God's gravity would pull us in a slightly different direction to the one in which we would naturally be inclined to go. So um, it's not a, a book written out of any tremendous experience of mine. I, I'm not um, preaching uh, wonderful things I've done. I'm more telling stories about uh, what other people I've seen have done. Um, and I guess that, that's the inspiration, really.
2: Well, Craig, we, uh, we thank you for joining us for a little interview today.
6: Thanks a lot, Jesse. It's been uh, very nice to talk to you,
2: and you, Tyler, too. Yeah, and your blog for, to remind the listeners is craigburlace.com.
6: Yeah, craigburlace.com. It rhymes with mayonnaise, but there's no I. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> and and um, what what are you working on? That any more um, kind of experiments like this in the works?
6: Um, well, I. I am going to try and live, like, totally ethically for a week as well. and just to see. I mean, I think that would be slightly harder. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to um, just to have a go in a couple of weeks' time or maybe a month's time to see if I can do that. Um, and then, I don't know, I guess probably syndicate it, franchise it, and just make loads of money out of it. Oh, yeah, right. that, that's that's, what I want.
2: <laughs> that's eventually what it all comes down to, I guess. I mean, that's so. what it all
6: goes down to, doesn't it? Yeah, you're yeah. right.
2: So so check out CraigRelease.com, and also um, the book is for sale on TheRelevantStore.com. So thanks again, Craig.
0: That's great. Thanks
5: mate, mate.
1: You're listening to M.I.A. The song is Sun Showers. There's not really any spiritual content in that song. We just like the beat. So that's why it's playing at Relevant TV deal with it. Last week, we asked you uh, uh, for your feedback about the ever-pressing editorial question of the week. It was a heavy issue we were wanting to discuss this week, and it was, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? And like always, when we ask the stupid questions, you flood us with responses. Here are a few.
2: Here, here's one from Justin. Justin, he goes. He, he's a pastor at Sandals Church. Which is a resort. It's a resort it's, in the Bahamas. It's, a, it's an all-inclusive church.
5: <laughs> i just kidding.
2: Uh, Not like the Presbyterians. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's all-inclusive. No, it, I that must it. be a Presbyterian yeah, church. I, I, got it. I got
1: it. It's all-inclusive.
2: Uh, Justin said, I want to have a green lantern ring, but dress up as Batman. <laughs> yeah, have a total dork. Or maybe have different kinds of lasers shoot from my fingers. <laughs> fingers? <laughs> <laughs> like they would be numbing rays. Or a way to give bad guys uncontrollable bladder. <laughs> the, Justin is weird. <laughs> um, if someone if someone dressed in a Batman costume wearing the Green Lantern l- ring with lasers shooting out their fingers, I would run from them. But even if the lasers weren't numbing, you know, Just right, would be creepy.
3: So. Well- so John Brooke, um, who says that he's been emailing weekly, hoping, still hoping to make it into the podcast, Aww. finally made it into the
2: podcast. No, skip
1: him. Say that and don't read it. You got to keep waiting. My superpower is the edit bun- uh, button. No, he's not going to make it. All right, I'm going to read directly the email from Darren Johnson, and he says, "How about the power of flight? That do something for you? That's levitation, Holmes." How about the power to kill a yak from 200 yards with mind bullets? That's telekinesis, Cameron. How about the power to move you? That's his entire email right there. That's Why did weird. he call me out? His power to yeah, mo- he did. Why did he call me out? It's like, <laughs> yeah, how about, how about I defy your ability to kill a yak with mind bullets? Take. Um, I,
2: thought he was gonna I say, double-dog dare you. How about the power to move you? That's Michael W. Smith. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: like,
3: it felt like like slam poetry or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know? I
1: know. Like, I mean, he wrote true. in really good. Darren Darren Johnson, dude, you you've got a gift, man. You just need to leave the personal name calling out that. of it, Holmes.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why does he feel so
2: need to differentiate flying from levitation?
3: <laughs> are you flying or are you levitating?
1: Pick one, Cameron. That's not what he said. Yeah, was, uh, he didn't say that at all. He said, "How about the power of flight? That do anything for you? That's levitation, Holmes." How about the power to kill a yak from two hundred yards with (laughs) mine? I'd like to
4: see that um video power talk.
1: That's telekinesis, Cameron. What? (laughs) I still I'm bothered by the fact that he included my name.
2: (laughs) I'm bothered by the whole thing. And then
1: how about the power to move you? Me? Is he talking about me? Or does he talk anyway? I'm moving on. <laughs> Why does he just leave See? it hanging? he did
4: move you then.
2: Yeah. What about the power to move you? And then just, that's it? Yeah, that's how he ended. He put Darren. That was the end. it <laughs> was the next word it's was Darren. Darren. It's like creepy. Keep up a good podcast.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: t-shirt size, large. <laughs> <laughs> I, have to, I have to mention that Justin kind of made it creeped out at the end because he put that funny stuff about the laser fingers. And then he said, I love the podcast. It's like you're my friends, but not really. I guess I'm no, like the nerdy not. kid at school who listens to the cool kids talk and then he then put comma and lives vicariously through them. Oh what? Oh. Oh. oh, the tear just came to my eye. Tear. I am really cool though. So let's hang out and stuff. <laughs> and that was it. I promise that's Holmes. it. Holmes. <laughs> yeah. How Sorry, about Justin. tell me to How get about video power talking in the Yeah, I, <laughs> they can make a little
1: <laughs> companionship. <laughs>
4: William Peeler says, what I want is the ability to multiply stuff, like, hey, those potatoes are so good, bam, tater helpings times two, or hey, nice iPod, bam, iPod times five, so I can make some mad money on eBay, but wait, there's more, last issue of Relevant at the store and me with no money, bam, Relevant times two, so I can hide one behind the five million gaming magazines and find it later on when I'm a little less broke. Of course, there would have to be limits on my powers. Like, I can't multiply certain things, like people or rabid dogs or Derek Web CDs. And I can only times things up to five times. I think so. That would be the greatest power I could have.
1: How about a million dollar bill? Damn, yeah, times say, five. Why are you, why you bro sell selling stuff on me. eBay? Why <laughs> credit card? Yeah. Let other people buy it. You just get yourself some money. <laughs> I like how he, like, t-shirt
4: size I medium.
1: like, Like you
2: could tell, like, as he was writing. He really ri- put
4: that? Yeah, and he went, bam, times two, one for me and my wife. Oh,
2: I like how, as he was writing it, he was, like, thinking about it, like, well, I couldn't do more than five. I would have to put self on his We can't get out of control here. Uh, <laughs> I mean, let's be reasonable. Yeah, bam, responsible superpowers. My girlfriend and I were having this conversation, and I said that I would be invincible man. She got mad at me because she said invincibility is not a superpower. I replied, sure it is. No one could kill me. Okay. I would have no weak weaknesses like that pansy Superman. <laughs> Superman probably get mad at me for saying this, but he could because I would be against, he couldn't go against invincible
3: man. <laughs> oh, uh, you know why Superman won't get mad at that?
1: Because he's not real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's actually pretty good. Alvin Owens wrote in before he told us the superpower. He he actually wanted to uh, chime in uh, about Jesse and the scrappy twenty dollar bill from a few oh, podcasts good. ago. He said uh, he thinks that pulling over for a twenty dollar bill is perfectly acceptable. Care because
4: not <laughs> <laughs> when it's carny money,
1: <laughs> Carney bucks. Is that is that racist against carnies? <laughs> carnies aren't. What human. if it's a Presbyterian carney? <laughs> I have a compulsion along that line. I find great things along the road as I'm driving, whenever and wherever it is. I pull over. I guess it's a part of my life motto. If it's free, it's for me. Some of my good finds are plastic chairs, a hard hat, an electric grill. Ele- I'm sorry, an electric drill. The Makita brand. He like specified for us. <laughs> wow! <Well, laughs> wire cutters. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm not going to pull over for wire cutters. Anyway, a stepladder, 75 unmatched shoes.
4: What? what? That's And gross. my latest
1: is a Rodney Dangerfield book.
4: <laughs> wow.
1: And a baby. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I was with him until his shoes.
1: Um, and Rodney he said, Dangerfield. Uh, he said the best stuff, however, uh, this is a little tip for us if we want to become scavengers like him. The best stuff is almost always found on the freeways and interstates. Because who else is crazy enough to pull over and run back 30 or so feet on the shoulder and then cross the busy <laughs> freeway for a free pair of c- fingernail clippers?
2: So, I am. So true. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Well. And uh, that said, that kind of sets up. This is interesting. He's actually in Saipan, the North Mariana Islands. I don't even know where that is. I think he might be making it up. Um, if he could pick any superpower, he would pick the ability to mute someone at will. Imagine how that would come in handy on the plane next to crying, screaming baby, that super critical acquaintance, that see-through, the 50 good things to harp on, on one negative. I don't. I don't know what he's saying. I, I make would get, people shut
2: up. I would get a remote control and mute people and <laughs> fast forward them
1: and be that funny be like Adam Sandler.
4: Wait, wait. This guy's a marketing guy. Yeah, this guy's movie.
1: Maybe he hasn't heard of that new movie in the Northern Saria-
5: Mariana true. Islands.
1: If he listens to our <laughs>
4: podcast, yes.
2: I have one here that says, I would want, it's not very specific, but it says, I would want something like Pro- Professor X, where I control things with my mind, which I guess could be bullets to kill yaks with.
1: <laughs> um, this telekinesis Cameron <laughs> yeah, but,
2: yeah. Holmes but I also really want to be a Jedi question does Jedi's have power or they just have the force
1: does Jedi's have power <laughs> <laughs> is this a plural or a singular question because I'm confused do, by Jedi- your, by do, your do Jedi's Jedi? do Jedi
2: yeah. is Jedi yes mm-hmm. singular I think mean, that's plural.
1: I think it's like, but, um, but is there a whole? Hey, there's a whole bunch of Jedi's. Over I think it's there. a gaggle Jedi. of Jedi. So it, it's a gaggle of Jedi. That's a herd of Jedi.
2: Okay, like like a pride. A pride. It's a pride, pride of Jedi. Jedi. That's actually School. the next Jedi That's the next Star Attack. Wars movie, The
1: Pride of Jedi. <laughs> but do Star Wars Six? Do the Pride you- of Jedi.
2: Would a pride of Jedi? Do they actually have powers, or are they just like really? Do they just have like ninja-like skills, like Christians, but also have the Force?
1: I've only seen like one of those movies. That's, that's my
2: problem too. I've 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 only seen what the, what the original. Come I on. saw the one with the
1: Ewoks when I was little, and I had yeah. an Ewok village, and then I saw the one where Darth the last one. Yeah, that's about it for me. So I guess wow. technically, I enjoyed that one.
2: Technically, anyone can have the power of the Jedi if they're just really good at um, martial arts and stuff.
3: No, only a true and, Jedi and Satan. can have the Jedi power. And Satan. what
2: Satan. is the Jedi power, Tyler? I don't know. Satan? I don't know. The devil? The holy no. smell? The
3: force? It's the force.
2: <laughs> Kara's the holy
1: smell. <laughs> I'm sorry. We get emails about Kara's little dry wit that gets like, she just like sticks these little things <laughs> in between me and Tyler and Jesse yelling on top of each other. And and and, and, <laughs> and the, she says oh, holy smell, like little stuff that like <laughs> like that goes unnoticed, and I just want to stop and call it out. so Focus. I appreciated that. Well, I always Savor hope that it. if
4: it's not good, it it gets cut out in the editing process. But normally it doesn't. That's usually
1: just Tyler's <laughs> stuff. <laughs>
4: yeah. Well, in
1: the- I have nothing.
3: I've I've no comeback because it would be lame and it would get cut out. So. Right.
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: One one thing that we're that we've talked about, and I'd be interested to hear uh, if you guys think it's a good idea. I th- I think I have a hunch what the answer is going to be, is is actually making a page copying copying something Radiant's doing, Radiant mm. radiantmag.com is doing, and making a page of feedback of these questions, and every Friday posting um, that this podcast uh, editorial question of the week and posting uh, the. A lot of the feedback that comes in, we can't post everything, but maybe 15 or 20 of the emails.
4: Are you talking to us or the podcast
1: I'm talking people? To, well, I'm talking to y'all. I'm, I mean, I'm interested. It was your podcast voice you were yeah, using. Yeah, I was, I was confused too, because I was like, wait. Well, sorry. I am talking to the podcast okay. people, but I'm looking at y'all in case you want to chime in. Okay. But I mean, we're talking about doing this and and uh, in the next couple of weeks, actually, and then creating a feedback section on the website. I think that'd be fun.
4: It's a good idea. And that's what you're doing. Project.
1: It. Um, also, if you haven't been to the. To the old magazine.com recently, um, we have intern blogs and a festival crew blog that they're updating from the road. The intern blog is especially interesting because uh, all of our interns, we put in our vault. We have a, uh, a bank vault here in the office and it's poorly ventilated and we stuck <laughs> literally all the interns in there. They have to unanimously Don't. decide on which one of them will get the
2: job. <laughs> <It's>, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, right now as time clicks off the less salary it'll be <laughs> it's not looking
1: good for anybody right now it's down to three thousand yeah. dollars <laughs> 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 um, anyway so yeah you can go over to realanizing.com and click on um, intern blog and that pulls up and it's a lot of good times being had by the interns the The header is hilarious it's actual picture in the vault and um, yeah, You're not going to believe me, but I'm going to describe the picture to you. The picture is the scene. It's a scene from the vault. And there's light letters that say the vault, like in the middle of the picture. And John Carl, one of the interns, a design intern who's doing web stuff for us this summer, actually set the camera up at the end of the vault, put it on a 30-second time-lapse exposure, and then took a pin light and went and stood in the middle of the room and turned on the light and made in the air the letters uh, that spelled out the vault and then you know in That's within amazing. 30 seconds mm-hmm. and it turned out freaking unbelievable so i urge you to go over to the intern blog at relevantmagazine.com and look at that. It is, seriously, if you understand like how it was made, it is such an impressive image. We were so impressed so he, that we actually let him out to use a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> he got the whole pass So the entire afternoon. He's invisible, Yeah, because man? he moved away within the 30 seconds. He's just kind of a light blur, but the light burned into it. Wow. And if you notice, there's a couple of interns who uh, that you can see that are looking at the camera. They actually held that pose for a full 30 seconds and didn't move. And that's why they're in the picture. All the other interns, I walked through the room while they were doing it. And I'm not in there. Anyway.
4: This is amazing. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I didn't even know
1: this it was possible. Is. Just the creativity that went into. It's impressive. And then there's also a blog from the guys on the road in the festivals. They just uh, wrapped up. Last week, they were at Ichthus. Now they're going to Alive. They're at Alive. They're alive, alive right now. Yeah. So if you're near Alive, stop by and torment them. Canton, Ohio. And while you're there, see Indie Block De Pella, um, at... Yeah. <laughs> <the plans. laughs> That's at Columbus.
2: Oh, it's not far. <laughs> it's, in Ohio. it's in the same state.
1: Okay, so for this week's editorial question of the week. Here it
4: editorial is. Editorial question of the week. It's, hey. it's, um. It's going to be an either or question. Either. What's the most fun or humiliating task you had to do as an intern?
1: Mm-hmm. What if it's one and the same?
2: <laughs> like a dunking <laughs> booth or something. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> well, it's fun Ducking? dunking dunking like, oh dunking you know uh, th- like dunking. that's fun but it can be pretty humiliating but it's fun
3: Jesse and I are both interns here it's true are
2: you both
1: did mm? y'all both live with me for a little while I didn't you I lived with did. Tyler for like a few yeah. weeks right mm. yeah mm. I have a lot of interns that live with me uh, right now John Carl's living with me no I just put him up that's nice it's nice we talk I take him to Uno's he criticizes the magazine for me. Really? <laughs> he keeps me in touch. Hmm. He gives me feedback. It's good. I, I care about the college kids. Yeah. You know, I'm 30 now. Got to wow. stay in gotta touch Got to keep somehow. it real. Got to yeah. keep it real. You got to stay like relevant, Telekinesis. Man. Telekinesis. Take that, Cameron. <laughs> I <didn't laughs> understand that still. Hombre. <laughs> what do you call you? Hombre. Oh. <laughs>
2: Oh, no, we call you Holmes. Holmes, Holmes. that's it. ombre. <laughs> ombre. He's <laughs> like a busy the, aren't those shorts? Ombres. That's umbros. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> that took a second to register with me as well.
1: She's so witty. Uh, I'm gonna write in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are what's y'all's answer to the question? I
3: Fun read or the, uh, humiliating? Well, it wasn't really humiliating, but. I had to paint these bookshelves for CBA <laughs> out out in the sun with
1: that, silver spray paint. Yeah.
3: With silver spray paint. Uh, <laughs> I was out. That like never the dried. Yeah.
5: After that. yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. The out spray in the Orlando
3: July sun. Um, that was phenomenal. That, yeah. Cause at this point, you know, I was still an intern. I was really wanting to get the job. I was like, Oh, I got to do whatever I can, you know, kind of impress the boss, man. That's right. So, you know, didn't,
1: yeah, I We had an intern once um, named Erica Larson. Uh, it was when we were still a very small staff. And we were so small that I could afford to take the whole staff to Islands of Adventure down at Universal Studios. And so we all we all went down there. And I would say there's probably 12, 14 of us. And she, she was the only intern. And... Um, we were all staying as a group. I was like, I told her before we go, I was like, everybody, I want to stay together. I think it'd be a lot of fun if we all kind of just hung out the whole day. And so we all went, and you know, at the end of one of the roller coasters, we all met up when we were going down the next thing. About fifteen minutes later, <laughs> we were like, somebody goes, "Where's, where's that intern?" <laughs> and we forgot her. And so we all ran back to where we were about 15 minutes prior and she was just sitting there quietly on a bench like waiting yeah. for us. How did you forget her? Which because thing? we weren't used to her. It was like her first day or something. Yeah, and so- I
4: totally felt personally responsible because... <laughs>
1: She, she was yeah. she went editorial. off without
4: her, and then she was, she was like, I thought, you know, I should stay where I was. Like that's what her they tell you. Me. <laughs> her yeah. her well. yeah. Yeah. She it was sitting there with
1: a couple of three-year-olds and six-year-olds who had also been <laughs> left by their parties. See you guys. <laughs> she went to lost and found. <laughs> no.
3: Yeah. will a representative from
2: <laughs> Relevant
1: Media Group. <laughs> So I I'm, I'm answering for her that was probably most her, her most fun and most humiliating moment as an intern. I'm trying to I'm trying to think I can't
2: ever remember being humiliated as an you intern. You usually caused the humiliation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I humiliated the company. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember I uh
1: that day you showed up in shorty shorts.
2: Yeah, on the first day, and I showed up in a fishnet tank top and shorty shorts. Hey guys! I'm like, oh, I I can think of
1: something. I
2: <laughs> I went to Catalyst. It's a big conference up in Atlanta. Youth pastors. Yeah, with youth pastors and everything. And I went Next up there with Gen
4: Leaders. I, I was, Sorry,
2: I was with Kyle, and he was like, okay, I'm gonna let you take over. And we were driving the van and the trailer. <laughs> And, um, so you flip that trailer too? <laughs> no, I yeah, wasn't driving. That's dri- not your most
4: humiliating moment? I wasn't
2: driving with a right. trailer. Was on staff then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but it's <was> so humiliating. <laughs> um, but I was pulling out of the gas station and I wasn't, I did not really driven with a, a trailer a lot. And I took the turn not wide enough, and it, it rolled over the curb. And I didn't know Kyle at first, you know. And Kyle's like, "Whoa, bro!"
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Summer, bro. And Summer was in the back, and she and she kept laughing. And the whole time, the whole trip, she was going, "Whoa, bro! Whoa, bro!" <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's a pretty good story. I like so, that. Good.
2: But now I know Kyle, so it's all good. But at the time, I was incredibly intimidated. Uh, well, there
1: goes my chances. <laughs> and here you are two years later. Yep. So. And Kyle still hates you. <laughs> yeah. He still calls you bro. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're not called Holmes.
3: Yep. Or Ombre <laughs> Or, or um, bro. Okay, wait, what was it? Holmes or Holmes? Like, was there an L in there? There's no. What was it like? It's not like
2: Like, (laughs) like, like Holmes. Sherlock? Sherlock. Sherlock? Yeah, Sherlock Sherlock Holmes.
1: Elementary, my dear Watson. Thanks, Holmes. You know I'm going to start getting a lot of emails now directly Uh, addressing me. yeah. Great. Thanks a lot, Darren.
4: I'm going to go look up telekinesis when I get back to my desk.
1: I don't think it involves (laughs) shooting yaks with bullets from your (laughs) mind. I wish it did. It'd be far more popular. Cool. Can we
4: put a picture of a yak up on duel One
1: that has been struck can with I, mind can bullets. I,
2: can I do, um,
4: can, can I do one on of that?
2: my uh, MS paint?
1: Yes. Okay. Dude, <laughs> Jesse will do MS paint of a yak being shot with mind bullets by me. Yeah,
2: it'll be <laughs> it'll be quite a
3: piece of art. I just figured it out. What he's talking about, it's from a Tenacious D song. I, ju- I was like, Tyler. it sounds familiar. It sounds... It's from a Tenacious D song, I think. His his
1: email to you. I think we're done here. Uh, <laughs> this is a good call.
4: Send your feedback to editorial at relevantmagazine.com.
1: And on that note, that'll do it for this week's edition of the Relevant Podcast. Thanks for listening and putting up with our triviality. I'm Cameron Strang. chika Ba-da-pa-ba.
5: ba, da ba, ba. Mm, Bow Bow <laughs>
1: <laughs> We'll see you next week.
0: Homes. How about the power to kill a yak from 200 yards away with mind bullets? That's telekinesis, Kyle. How about the power to move you?
5: Relevant Podcast, anytime, anywhere.